This is the Business of Apps podcast, bringing you actionable insights from the leaders of the global app industry and the world's fastest growing apps. You can find more app news, data and analysis over at businessofapps.com. Welcome to the Business of Apps podcast. On this show, we invite app industry professionals to cover various topics. We promise to do our best to keep it both insightful but brief. In this episode, we have Thomas Kribernak, CEO and co-founder at App Raider. Thomas, welcome back to the Business of Apps podcast. Thank you very much, Art. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here again. Okay, ChatGPT. By now, this AI tool's name is so familiar to you. It took only a few months for the OpenAI breakthrough artificial intelligence tool to touch on so many business and non-business related areas. Articles, TV interviews, podcasts, never-ending Twitter exchange of thoughts, hopes, and fears for this brand new tech. But how can you apply ChatGPT to the App Store optimization? To answer this question, I've reached Thomas from Operator App Store Optimization Company. Great. So, Thomas, it's been a while. You was on this podcast like at the beginning of 2020, BC, before COVID. Uh, it's, it feels like ages ago, the most likely folks who are listening to us right now, uh, didn't have a chance to listen to that episode with you. So please tell us about yourself and your background. Yeah, sure. So my name is Thomas Kribanek. I'm one of the founders over here of AppRadar. Um, the history of AppRadar is actually very much bound to my personal history, which means that I've been working in the field of online marketing now nearly since 20 years. And uh, something like 10 years ago, I started to specialize in the area of app marketing. Back then, uh, I would consider myself as one of being the inventors of App Store optimization together with a handful of people back then uh, that were the first ones uh, jumping on this uh, topic, so to say, and offering services as well as tours around it. A little bit later, uh, I was working as a consultant in the beginning, uh, but a little bit later, uh, more and more people were asking for my services as well as for my support, uh, which kind of led me to founding the company of AppRadar. Um, mm -hmm. Since then, this was something like eight years ago, you know, uh, since then a lot of things have also happened over here at AppRadar. Right at the moment, we are around uh, 50, 60 people uh, working in the area of App Store optimization, as well as app marketing in general, which also means not only App Store optimization alone anymore, but also user acquisition is also a very strong topic that we're focusing on here, as well as the topic of uh, review management, as well as review analysis. So kind of these are our three, I would say, main areas. And how mm -hmm. we are helping our clients is on the one hand side, we are operating an own software, which we are developing over here, which is called AppRadar, as well as on top, we are operating an agency where we are offering consulting services as well as full service for clients that need help to push their apps in the app stores. The app industry is vast. To navigate this space, you need a directory to lock up suppliers and partners, and you need to know who are the best. Visit our marketplace directory at businessofapps.com slash marketplace slash podcast. And now back to the show. Gotcha. I like the name operator. It's like um, the, um, it gives you the sense, the, how, what, how the service significant for the field. Uh, it's like a beacon operator. It, it, it allows you to measure, to assess what's going on in the market to, um, like a flashlight, but for radio. 
Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, first thing first, um, Thomas, what is your general impression with chat GPT? Like, you know, we all have this impression, but what about yours? What do you think about this breakthrough in AI? Yeah, I mean, I have to say that, uh, you know, I've uh, over also once again, over the course of the last years, I, I think I, I have been experiencing some of the things, some of new trends that were happening within the field of uh, online marketing and within the field of technology. Uh, so for example, you know, when I was there kind of when uh, Google Ads was the first released in Austria, and I was one of the pilot uh, customers, so to say, or managing the campaigns at the, the customer side. So kind of, you know, like I would consider this as one of the first uh, big, uh, you know, technology changes that I have personally experienced, you know. Um, after that, there have been following a lot of other things as well. But uh, as well, I mean, also crypto, for example, to, to name one, which was also a massive uh, switch in, uh, I think, technology as well as what it means for us as a society. But now with ChatGPT, I think that's even, you know, like a different level in my eyes uh, compared to everything what was there before. Um, it's just, um, yeah, really, you know, even higher in terms of, you know, like what is the amplitude of this impact on us uh, as a society, once again, on technology level as well. So I'm still, you know, um, in the mix between, uh, you know, being, you know, very into the topic and being very, you know, like, uh, where is this all going? And as well as, you know, starting to also realize, you know, it's picking up so fast and it's mm -hmm. going so fast, you know, where it's really hard to predict, you know, if we are having this conversation again, for example, in one year, it's really hard to say, and like, what are we going to talk about? Until then, a lot of things can change, you know? <laughs> exactly, exactly, Thomas. It's like, I've heard people comparing a chat GPT with like the early ages of an internet. Uh, but I am old, old enough to remember those days. And I remember there was an excitement, but because it was gradual, uh, the takeoff wasn't that fast. And um, it took a while for the internet to become the thing for people, for businesses, for, you know, for your personal life. We ChatGPT, it was like yesterday, folks were telling us, no, AI will never reach the level mm. of uh, sophistication. You would make you think, okay, this is really close to general AI. It, it's not like, um, it's not being on par with you or people you know, like mm, in your mental capacity, but it's damn close to that mm. uh, place where, in a few iterations, we, we don't know how many iterations it's going to take to catch up and become kind of an equal um, in, our, in its um, intelligence with people. But it's definitely a surprise uh, because, you know, if you've been reading a lot of uh, literature about AI, you heard about those winters and springs when interest to the um, artificial intelligence was up in late 50s, 60s, then it was a winter when hopes for the um, artificial intelligence didn't pan out and folks kind of uh, moved away, it didn't work. So there was those periods up and down, up and down. And, uh, you know, recently when the um, AI, you know, became part of uh, Siri in your pocket mm -hmm. or, you know, um, picking up, people uh, faces or uh, subjects and pictures on your photos app it was nice it was cool it was great but it wasn't like that 
you know, wow, that's that's really significant. Mm. The, this is so impactful for so many things you cannot wrap your heads around, your your brains around that the whole breadth of topics. Mm. Uh, so yeah, that's that's definitely remains to be seen what will be uh, possible in a year from now. Totally, yeah. Just you know, like to add on that, yeah, because uh, yeah. I think the, the the point that you were mentioning also com the comparison with the, with the the release of the internet, so to say, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's just the adoption rate, you know, that is just at a different level, you know, like uh, how many people are getting into this topic, and you know, like especially how fast they can into the, get into the topic. I think that one of the main reasons for that is, I think, really the easy accessibility of ChatGPT. I mean, you know, like there are a lot of other AI tools out there as well, uh, some of them also based on ChatGPT and so on and so forth. Yeah? But I think that this was just, you know, this easy accessibility to such an, you know, uh, completely new and innovative technology, I think that uh, is really here the, the breakthrough moment in my eyes. Yeah? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I don't think a hundred plus million people back in the day when the internet took off could get the access right away. Yeah, right exactly. now, I yeah, like a, more than a hundred million. I I don't know the the very uh, recent uh, number for how many people have the access to, um, op, uh, OpenAI uh, tool, which is ChatGPT, because you know Bing uh, has in, mm. uh, incorporated ChatGPT is is just baked in into the uh, interface and it's going to be part of the windows 11 very soon um um yeah. 365 service from the microsoft from office uh has released the advertising that shows how capable how um um powerful the tool will be very soon for all of us who are using the office from microsoft let's uh, pivot to the application of ChatGPT to abstract optimization. Mm -hmm. So, what do you think it can be used for? Uh, how exactly mm -hmm. does it fit into the so-called so ASO toolbox? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think there, are, you know, once again there are, there are use cases in my mind. Uh, you know, like that are here. Uh, there are also use cases in my mind which we already developed at AppRadar and also released. There are another use cases that we're currently working on, uh, as well as there are uh, some use cases. I'm sure, you know, like in one year time, I will think to myself, ah, that was so obvious. Yeah, <laughs> why didn't right. I see it? Uh, so that will be for sure there, <laughs> as well. Yeah, I think uh, for us uh, to give you a little bit also, uh, I would say the connection to AppRadar. Yeah, uh, what we have been working on um, as our first integration of OpenAI's API and also then using the technology in the background of ChatGPT which in my eyes is just a really brilliant feature, uh, is the topic of AI review summaries. So within App Store optimization, we all know uh, what people are saying about your app within the App Store is very important because mm -hmm. on the one hand side, obviously, you know, like you want to measure it, you want to understand, you know, like are people happy with your app or not? But also on the other hand side, you want to get you know, like the gold nuggets uh, between thousands of reviews uh, of people, what they're saying out there. And you want to find out, you know, like where, you know, like where it might be just, you know, like with one sentence, it could be you know, like uh, that if you implement the feedback, for example, that it could increase your revenue, like, I don't know, 10%, maybe even more, you know, it, depending obviously on the information that is being shared within the review. So therefore, I think that this is a really great source for uh, improving uh, on the one hand side, 
a lot of things around abstract optimization, but also a lot of things around of how to optimize the app uh, to make it more appealing for the target audience out there to integrate more features, uh, which can also, you know, like push the lifetime value, which can push the retention rate and so on and so forth. So therefore, uh, I think this is a really nice, uh, so to say, starting point. And uh, what we're doing there on a technical level in the background is, um, since you know we have this data within AppRadar, we, we can analyze the reviews of any app uh, within the App Store. Uh, so kind of we, we have the data there, but we just added another layer uh, in terms of uh, the open AI integration, which is kind of really looking through thousands of reviews. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we built a lot of, uh, um, I would say, algorithms in the background as well, uh, especially to get the statistics significant uh, feedback out of those thousands of reviews uh, so therefore um, yeah what it then does is it browses through them gets the gold nuggets out of it and summarizes them in form of a management report for a specific time frame in a specific country that you're setting as well as it gives you feedback uh, what are people telling about you know like which features do they want to have and which things do they do not like about your app so this is, you know, like a really great summary of what people are saying about your product, you know, like with one click of a button and you can get it. And I think that's just, you know, just such a, such a brilliant move in my eyes, yeah, because it just saves, you know, like tons of hours of manual work that you would need to put into it uh, to get to the same result on the other hand side, yeah. Exactly. So that was, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, Art. <laughs> so, yeah, I was just going to say that, um, like we, we, when I say we, app marketers, always uh, aiming for more reviews, more uh, ratings for your app, um, because this is the way you can provide new folks who are discovering your app, good reference point. Uh, they can rely on that collective uh, assessment, how cool your app is. But the more you're getting those reviews, the progressively harder it becomes for you to be able to, so so, so to speak, measure and check the temperature of your app. Are you doing? Are you doing good? The overall uh, consensus is it great or not? And now you can do it just in a seconds, asking ChatGPT. And this new this new feature uh, from uh, Appreter you you're you're talking about is really great. So you're saying you can actually. Uh, the tool allows to give the app developer or app marketer specific instructions. Okay, folks who are using your app are looking for this specific feature that you may yeah. consider to add, right? Yes, exactly. And now comes the really great thing, not only about your app, but also about the apps of your competitors. And, oh, you know, like once again, better. with the click of a button, yeah, so you can get, uh, you know, I, I, in the beginning of while we were working on this feature, I did, you know, some kind of test setups uh, on our prototype uh, environment. And, you know, like it was really easy for me to grasp a complete category within, a, you know, like a subcategory within the app store to mm -hmm. really grasp, you know, like what are the most wished or, you know, like the most needed features that apps out of those category need to have. What are the pain points of users out there and what are the wishes that nobody seems to be addressing yet? Yeah. So, you know, that's... Uh, the the value of information that you can get out of it it's just you know it's just insane to be honest yeah because once again if you compare this to a manual process this means you know like a research work of i don't know a couple of weeks maybe even months uh, depending on it compared to clicking on 10 buttons and you have the same results more or less that is just you know i think insane is the right word to use here yeah <laughs> yeah exactly this is like um 
precisely what you know uh in all sci-fi movies uh you saw ai being a helper the assistant uh right next to you and can um replace um collectively a number of people who will be doing the same thing but they wouldn't be that quick they will not be that accurate they will not give they will not be able to give you that quick assessment what needs to be done what is the the summary of certain subject uh processing a lot of information quickly like sure thing you can pull off your good old uh spreadsheet and mm -hmm. uh, you know count a couple of weeks of work to do the same thing but um it's just it's just ridiculous you can do the same thing with chat dpt uh, very quickly and using the tools that are specifically covered for ai so from operator you can do things for an app for your app marketers agenda very quickly uh, which is really great um leg up on your competitors who may not be using that those tools now this is all great and exciting um but you know every tech uh starting from the fire <laughs> and mm -hmm. on has limitations yes. what about limitations for jet chat gpt right now in terms of abstract optimization yeah uh so i think also here uh you know when when i i would say first sampled over chat gpt kind of my first use case that i had in mind was ah perfect now i can create perfectly optimized aso you know like perfectly aso optimized store listings with the click mm. of a button and you know, like push them in the stores and it will be all fine um the reality is uh, i would say uh, i can get to uh, let's put it uh, 80 or let's say 70 percent uh, quality i can bring it with the help of chat gpt but then it is currently hitting its limitations yeah because the problem is uh, when you once you bring up two complex prompts or two complex tasks which mm -hmm. also needs a lot of analysis of what is currently going on as well as uh, i would say human brain at the end of the day to just you know talking about keyword optimization so to say when you know like uh, when ai writes a text it can be at a brilliant quality yeah i think that is out of question yeah but if you say to the ai now go and uh, replace a specific keyword with other keywords because i know that more people are searching for the other keyword it mm -hmm. might be that it is ending up in a complete mess yeah and i think right at the moment we are still a little bit there the chat GPT is not yet, uh, I would say, like uh, the super advanced SEO expert or ASO expert that is needed uh, to fulfill this task. But it can be you know, like a brilliant uh, junior assistant, I would call it, yeah, uh, when it comes to the topic of ASO, which also means, uh, you know, preparing store listings, especially, for example, if you're launching a new app or a new game. Uh, to be honest, I would not be sitting down and make the first draft by myself. Yeah? I would be using ChatGPT, uh, give me the draft, and then I would be there editing it, as well as optimizing it for the right keywords and making sure you know, like that the copy itself, uh, as such, uh, still makes sense, is easy to read, as well as is convincing also to human beings out there. So I think there are still some of the limitations that were stumbled over. But as mentioned, you know, that this uh, status today, yeah, I don't know how this conversation or this topic looks like, say, I don't know, in a couple of months. Yeah, yeah but, exactly. A year could be a very long time, could be a couple of months for a very drastic yeah, exactly. change. But also there, you know, like uh, here also the outlook uh, once... Uh, once we find out how to make this process move, uh, then I'm also sure it will be part of Apparator very soon. <laughs>
By the way, speaking of keywords, uh, I I didn't have a chance to try it myself. Uh, probably you guys do it a, a, a lot of times and evaluating how capable ChatGPT for this specific task. Can you just ask ChatGPT to generate a list of keywords for the app? And how yeah. good will be there? Like, um, I, also here, you know, there are. I I, I would say w with this prompt, you know, uh, so, so something like my uh, I want you to act as an app store optimization specialist, and uh, I have an app uh, that is a fitness app that helps to track uh, your sports activities, for example. Come up with a list of keywords. Uh -huh. um, the output will be, I would say, as mentioned, 80% quality, maybe even 90% quality. Obviously, one of the things uh, why the limitations are there is uh, because it might be that some of the keywords are off and might not be a perfect fit because, once again, the AI doesn't really understand, you know, like in the background, it's just bringing up words that in, you know, right. in context could make sense. So, therefore, it needs this human touch, this human check uh, to filter out the bad ones, so to say. But also here, you know, like uh, thinking further or um, maybe also some uh, ideas or inspiration for other people listening to the podcast. Yeah, What you can also do, obviously, is you can take the store listings, so the description as well as the title, as well as the subtitle of your app, of your competitors, and you bring them into ChatGPT. And then you tell uh, ChatGPT, hey, analyze the store information of the different apps and come up with the most relevant keywords that all of them have in common. That, you know, like improves the quality, you know, like drastically in this moment. And, uh, but once again, uh, it's not uh, the 100% solution. Uh, let's say we are then probably at the 90% solution. And once again, if you then say, okay, now optimize my store listing and include these and that keywords uh, that often that we get to this frequency uh, of the keyword being used within the text, you know, there it's uh, once again, where the limitations currently are hitting very hard. Yeah. So uh, I think the this will t take a little bit more time, but as mentioned, yeah, the question is how much time, uh, not too much, uh, probably, and then also this uh, frontier can be challenged, yeah. Exactly. So um, I guess as things are right now, we can, fingers crossed, say that uh, it's not a direct threat to the abstract as a profession. Because it's, there still needs to be a human touch on top of what ChatGPT is capable to generate. It's not a replacement. Um, no way you can say, guys, your your service no no need uh, anymore. Uh, you can go. Because uh, we know about layoffs in tech right now. Um, that's really a harsh moment. Um, yeah. People still need to polish what ChatGPT is capable to produce because it's. Uh, very um, as much as you're impressed with quality of the content it generates it's still generic yeah it doesn't have all uh rules and um guidelines of what the specific product should be like what are you aiming for it gives you a great starting point but then just like you're saying there still needs to be a SR professional who will polish it and make it a good uh, set of keywords the right title and the rest for the app's optimization. Yes, exactly. Because I think that here the difference in the background is that uh, the content at the end of the day is still being produced for human beings. So for other humans, uh, let's put it yeah. like that. Yeah. So I think, you know, that there is still a little bit, as mentioned currently, yeah, but once again, you know, like uh, who knows in the future, yeah, 
Um, currently, we have this limitation that uh, a machine is not there yet to make it really completely human, uh, able, so to say. Yeah? Mm -hmm. um, so therefore, I think uh, we we still kind of need uh, this role. So somebody that is translating what the machine is uh, suggestion, uh, suggesting over to human language in some kind of way, or to just you know, make the final check and make the final edits in some kind of way. I, I think that this might be still here a little bit longer uh, that uh, we need this human double check and that AI is more or less, uh, you know, like a very well-educated assistant, uh, probably the smartest assistant on the planet, uh, we could probably say. Yeah? But uh, nevertheless, it still is an assistant at the current time. Yeah, I mean, there are, you know, like there are a lot of horror scenarios out there that there will be also a flip in in time yeah, where this could change. Yeah. But uh, yeah, let's let's hope for the best uh, that this uh, doesn't end up in like in a Terminator movie, for example. Yeah? Right. Uh, but we'll be more subtle, uh, less brute force, but more intelligence. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, one would hope that ChatGPT is not uh, thinking of itself. Why am I doing it for those people? Why am I wasting my time? I can pursue <laughs> my own goals. I can dream. <laughs> <laughs> I, I i hope not um me too <laughs> all right uh now um i'd like to ask this question to all guests on my show because um lately i've been having people uh who are in the app store uh, app marketing um mobile advertising for a number of years so i really uh, i would really like to know the answer on this question, uh, what would you like to change about map marketing the most, Thomas? Yeah, that is a really great question. Yeah? Um, so also here, looking back in time, you know, like uh, I would say I was there when apps were invented, when the first apps were getting into the app store. Um, I was there when the first iPhone was released. Uh, so I would say I've really seen it from the beginning. And uh, the industry obviously has changed a lot. And it's, you know, like also the time span is not too crazy. Yeah? We're talking, mm -hmm. I don't know, 13 years or something like that, or 14 years maybe for now. So it's, you know, like not too long of a time span. But uh, obviously, a lot of things changed yeah? in the beginning, you know, like you just had an app, you uploaded it to the app store and it was more or less a super hit. Yeah? Nowadays, uh, it's just uh, it became way more complex, way more professional um, to build up on the one hand side, a really great app that so the app needs to uh, deliver the, the app uh, needs to be a great product. And on the other hand side, uh, the marketing is also like a necessity. You can't, there is no way around. Yeah. If you have the greatest app on the planet, but you do not have any idea about marketing, you will completely fail. Yeah. So, uh, as well as on the other hand side, if you have the greatest marketing, but also your app is, you know, like uh, really not good. Yeah. Then you will also fail as well. Yeah. So, I think um, that on the high level, just the complexity of this topic was rising. And I also think that a lot of it uh, is coming from because. At the end of the day, the app stores have not really figured it out how to solve the discoverability problem within the app stores. So this is also the reason why there is even app store optimization as a topic, yeah, because, you know, kind of uh, stepping in where the app stores failed by themselves. Um, mm -hmm. So I think that is, you know, in my eyes, uh, still a big topic um, that I, I see, especially for new uh, developers having great ideas, uh, having also really great ideas uh, to improve society, uh, have an impact on humanity and so on and so forth. But for them also, you know, like it's the same game. Yeah, They, they have to be professional in everything that they're doing. Otherwise, nobody will uh, find their app or download it or and it will end in a fail. So I think that this is still one of the, the big problems in my eyes. Yeah. 
how would I change it? Uh, I would say at AppRadar, we are trying to solve it with providing, you know, world-class services, tackling ex exactly this problem that we're trying to help our clients uh, and our customers to optimize their apps uh, to become visible, to get the users, uh, their best users, ideally. Um, that is kind of how we are trying to do it, yeah, and doing our best. But uh, as mentioned, yeah, also the app stores, uh, they could also do a little bit from their end as well, if I would have on Wish, yeah. <laughs> Gotcha, Thomas. All right. Uh, before I let you go, very, very final question. How can people get in touch with you and get more information about what you do? Yeah, so I think the easiest uh, thing is to get more information about what we're doing is uh, head over to appradar.com, our website. There you can find information. Uh, you can also add me uh, on kind of every social network out there. Might it be LinkedIn, Instagram? Uh, okay, Facebook, I'm not that active anymore. Uh, TikTok a little bit more recently. <laughs> yeah, so you can also find me there. <laughs> All right, terrific. Thank you, Thomas. Thank you coming for coming back on the podcast and spending time with us. Thanks. Thank Thank you very much, Ad. Bye-bye. And that was Thomas Kribernag, CEO and co-founder of AppRadar. To listen to more episodes, subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts. Just search for Business of Apps and you will find us easily. Remember, we release episodes on Mondays, so subscribe and you will be able to get new episodes on your smartphone, tablet, or computer as soon as we release them. And please don't forget to leave us a review or comment on iTunes. It is highly appreciated. And all episodes will also be available on businessofapps.com. Thank you for listening. See you next week. Thank you for listening to the Business of Apps podcast. For more, head on over to businessofapps.com.